everybody. I'm Butler. And I'm Maggie. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, we're just here to let you guys know that today's podcast is only available via audio. So go ahead and check us out on SoundCloud and YouTube, both available for, for free, I think. Yes, for free. For free. <laughs> on SoundCloud, we are a Coffee Talks pod, and you can check us out on the Butler YouTube channel and uh, enjoy the podcast today. Hello, I'm Butler. And I'm Maggie. And welcome to the Coffee Talks <laughs> podcast. Oh, gosh. It's great to have you in today. We have a really special guest with us, Meredith Etrich. Say what's up. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I had a little bit we of are... snot dribble. <laughs> what? Wow. Welcome uh, to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are obviously laugh? still figuring out this whole intro thing. Um, so we'll nail that down one of these days. But uh, anyways, how you guys doing? How, how's your day going? Great. I'm doing okay. It's <laughs> just allergy season, that's all. Allergy season? Yeah. Yeah. I'm human. The air is attacking us. <sighs> Stupid pollen. I hate it. Yeah, me too. Trees do not abide cats. by the Genova Convention. <laughs> <laughs> I know why my eyes got so wide. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm manually fading down this music right now because I forgot to set the fade beforehand. So hey, that's okay. It sounds great. It's fading out. I thought it's we fading could out. Yell over it. it. Just gets louder as we go. <laughs> the whole podcast. <laughs> the whole the music is playing the entire time. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this coffee that we're having today. Mm-hmm. King Street Coffee. Yep. There, you guys are drinking their house blend. I'm drinking their Guatemala. Fancy. Because you're bougie. Mm. I just wanted to try something different. But isn't Guatemala kind of like acidic? No. Af- no. Actually, African coffees tend to be African? more bright and acidic. Yeah, like Ethiopians mm-hmm. have kind of the limey feel. Kind of fruity. Mm-hmm. But South American coffees like Guatemala or Mexico. Yeah. That's not South American. I was literally about to say. Uh oh. I was literally about to be like, oh, okay, you're joking, because Guatemala's in Africa. I was literally about to say that. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you actually... <laughs> I actually thought you were joking with me, because I was like, well, Guatemala's in Africa, so... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, sur- I'm really, I'm really, really, really dumb. No, you're not. It just but was a moment. But then you said South American, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got the A right. You got the A. You were halfway there. You had like three options. Antarctica, oh South gosh. America the other one that looks like an elephant yeah 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 Yeah. it does it does look like an elephant yeah no i've always i've always thought that seriously totally all right well let's let's clink and 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 uh clink the middle here oh wow (laughs) why did you go low why'd you go so low when they go low we go (laughs) shoot for the stars when they go low go high yeah sure michelle obama i'll I'll drink to that all right let's 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 sip it up Oh wow! Oh. We said we weren't gonna slurp last last episode. We said you never no gave slurping. Me a warning today, today's a new day, Nathan. Sorry, yeah. <clears throat> Butler. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> Just who? kidding. Um, how's your coffee? I I don't know. Actually, I haven't had their house blend in a while. It's pretty good. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, mm. it's a blend. I'm not sure what's in their blend though. Do you know? Like coffee beans, probably. I think probably. it's like beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But we did a really, really, uh, I think we did a really excellent job last week of, of describing, you know, the coffee that we had in, in great detail. Um, oh, should we talk about the nodes again? Yes. Yeah. The vocal nodes? The, no- <laughs> the nodes of coffee. Uh, 
<laughs> so so let's uh, let's attempt to do that again, yeah, shall sure. we? Uh, with actually good coffee this time. Are we gonna slurp? Excuse like... me, actually good. No, I, I, that was I, like I said, that was a great cup of coffee last week. Yeah. But um, but I, I'm Not saying good like, enough. <laughs> get better. I really hope I mean, you, you zoom in on her it. finger. Why are you offended? When she does that. <laughs> zoom in on it when <laughs> when she shakes. Her. Zoom in on the finger. Yeah, for those who are just listening, she like wagged her finger at me. Not good enough. How <laughs> dare you? Um, mine's like super good. I love me some Guatemalan. Mm-hmm. You can't Guatemala's get you good. can't go wrong with some good African coffee, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yes. question it at that time. I was like, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I was looking he's, at Meredith, and correct. she was like, she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. It's okay. We're musicians and and artists. We're all artists here. Yeah. We don't need to know. No, no, no. We don't. You need know to which know. country? I don't need to know school things. Belongs on which continent? Which county belongs in which state? Someone interrupt me. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, let's just let her go until she's she's done. About this coffee, though. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty um, earthy and like dark. No, but it's really good. (laughs) Um, How is everybody drinking their coffee? Is everybody drinking it black? Well, with my Mm -hmm. mouth. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I was gonna say like out of mugs, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. Um, yeah. We should each describe the mug we have too, mm-hmm. because I ha- actually I don't know. Can we, are we gonna get sued for that? Showing the Star Wars logo, but I have Star Wars mug because Maggie knows I like Star Wars. Yeah. What do you you have a thrifted mug? Yeah, I love thrifting mugs. I got this one. I, I act like I'm a cool like hippie camper chick. Mm-hmm. I just like the color and it's like a tin. Makes that noise. <laughs> I love that noise, though. Are I love it. I think we're about to get into a- some ASMR for real. <laughs> oh my gosh! Have you guys seen that stupid beer commercial? Yeah, when she's like Michelob cracking Ultra? up in the. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It mm-hmm. made me really uncomfy. Me. Yeah, yeah Wait, it's was re- it like on the big football? <laughs> <laughs> on the big game. The, the big. Because we can't the, say we can't say the other word because or else we get sued. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it debuted during the big game, but yeah, it's been showing to, since yeah. then. And yeah. like it's super annoying. They like scored a big home run, and then <laughs> yeah. they're like, "Let's cut this off." With Let's some... talk sports. <laughs> yeah, we're what switching it up. It's a sports podcast. Yeah, we're what in do you trouble. Guys, what do you guys How think about, about the Joe Flacco Mets. trade to the Broncos? He did not get traded to the Broncos. He... <laughs> oh yeah, he actually did. No, he didn't. Yeah, yesterday. Ravens fans are quaking everywhere. No, they like Lamar Jackson, so it works out. Oh, wait. I'm no, I'm serious. You guys could be talking right, about is... totally made up people. I didn't I even know that no that idea. was like a thing that happened. <laughs> We're going to cut it off there. <laughs> okay. How's your coffee, Meredith? That's pretty good. Tell me you about know. it. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your mug, too. Um, It's teal Um, because Maggie thought that it was very me. I don't know what that means, mm. Um, but it's my, my horoscope mug, <laughs> my personality. This is telling you how your week's going to be. It's um, my horcrux. I think that's the mug I had last week. It's like Harry Potter. Because I remember that color. Okay. Do you want to trade? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for getting you a mug that that you like and (laughs) that I felt like you would like. And for being a friend. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to bother you with my friendship. You're forgiven. It's okay. Thank you so much, guys. (laughs) Guys, did you hear that? I'm forgiven on camera. (laughs) Okay. Um, I also want to know about 
the jacket that you're wearing, Meredith, because it's really cool. Oh. Cool. Did you get, where did you get it from? Um, from an antique store, Leesburg. Nice. Um, I got it because I was like, it's like an 80s cowboy. It's so cool. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wonder if I do the microphone the picked it up. Yeah, yeah. It's for those who are listening, it's like one of those cowboy. Yeah, uh, I'm a cowboy. One of those cowboy jackets with like the threads hanging off of it. Mm-hmm. So cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's got um, tassels. Yeah, that's the word. Tassels. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I, I, I dig it. Yeah. I actually was curious, Meredith. Would you mind if after the podcast I braid them? Can I braid your tassels? Yeah. Thank heck you so yeah. much. You should braid them into her hair. Yeah. So oh that it's gosh. all like one oh. seamless one seamless thing. It's pretty awesome and artistic. I'm creative in that way. Oh I don't want to brag, bro. Are you, an, are you an artist? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. uh, well, speaking of artists, hashtag segue. Uh, no, <laughs> we, Smooth. Meredith, uh, you have two of probably your biggest fans in the room today. You would say that's pretty Easily. true. Yeah. Um, yes. Meredith yeah. is a, a really awesome photographer. And is there anything else that you would describe yourself as? Videographer. A videographer yeah. too. Yes. Okay. The music video. Because we were talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. The music video that you shot. Oh, Liam for B. Liam. Smith. Yeah. yeah. Liam B. Smith. That was Plug. really cool. Sly <laughs> Boy, you. right? Yeah. Yeah. Sly Boy. Follow Sly Boy. I want to get Liam on, on the podcast oh, too. That should. would be cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that later because I want to hear how, what that was like to shoot it like vertical and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so photography, tell me about like, uh, tell me like your story of like your artistic journey. When did you like start getting into it? Um, so when I was about 12, I, um, like art's always been a part of my life, Mm -hmm. but, um, when I was 12, I got, um, little iPod touch, you know, those. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the little iPods. The video um, iPod. That's what they called it, right? I'm pretty sure they called it an iPod Touch. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> you know, the old video iPod. Um, <laughs> I remember when they we used switched to, to color down video. To the, the pop from shop black and, and white. We would video. get a malt milkshake. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have like an iPod with like rabbit ears coming out, like one of those little antenna things. Again, ignore me. Oh, yeah. Continue with your story. I'm so sorry. Um, so when I was 12, um, in middle school, I would kind of use photography as a way to, like, get out of the house and, like, hang out with my friends and do something creative, and it was, um, and I would do it, like, what's it called? Oh, God, I forgot words. Like mini movies or something, or? I did that, too. Um, oh, God, there's some really embarrassing ones on YouTube. Oh, really? <laughs> like, still out there? I think I deleted them. Uh, I made sure to wipe the internet clear of... um, (laughs) um, Hey, but that goes back to what we were talking about last week. Oh, my word. And the the things that... Oh, gee, like covers? We were, like, talking about how, like... uh, like we have songs that are on Spotify like currently that mm-hmm. we just like want to take down so bad because we're kind of embarrassed by them. But yeah. but like the people who support us now like loved the that stuff and they still listen to it. Yeah. And they still tell us how much they love it. And mm-hmm. so we're just like uh, do it for the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should up you should re upload everything you've ever done oh. <laughs> for the fans. For us. Okay. For, for me and Maggie. For, just for Nathan and I yeah. be selfish. <laughs> Oh yeah, but um, I started photographing like obsessively, mm-hmm. um, and I just kind of stuck with it. Um, and I think around like 15 is when I got my first like paid gig, 
and so cool thing. that's pretty impressive <laughs> no like it's really like that's have... really cool yeah yeah um and so it was nice to <clears throat> just like always have that outlet and um i chose it as my career really um specifically um it's not just because i love it um like i love other like aspects of visual art too mm-hmm. i love painting i still do it but photography and videography is something I feel really comfortable, like, marketing and, like, making money off of. I don't yeah. feel, like, participating in the business of it robs me of anything, mm-hmm. you know? That's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah. And um, and I and I actually really enjoy the marketing part of it. I really I enjoy, like, um, social media and Instagram and, like, being... Like, <laughs> like promoting your product. Yeah. Promoting yeah. I and like, do. yeah. That's super cool. That's so and, important. And, uh, yeah. You have to enjoy it. You yeah. have to enjoy yeah. it. And it's honestly like my favorite thing to do. Like, yeah. you know how runners get a runner high after they like mm. do marathon? I get like a photographer's high after. Yes. Like when I'm driving home, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> not, not with other people. No yeah. one wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> you are very in your element. For those of you who don't know marathon, like I've shot with her i've had the opportunity to like shoot with her and um she's super in her element like when it's going on mm. and it's so funny because i know for me like take being having my picture taken isn't the most natural thing mm-hmm. and she makes it like super easy because it's like her passion and so she's yeah. like in this place where it's like yeah, it's, this is what I do, and I love it, freaking love it so much. Mm-hmm. And so, she well, you're makes... like that with your music. Like, um, the first time I like really met Maggie was when she was performing at Jam and Java, and I was in like her performance like stuck out and out of like anyone's. I was like, this girl has it. Like, you oh. can tell you like are really enjoying yourself <laughs> when you're on stage. Oh, and, thanks, Meredith. Yeah. It's just like the little things, like the presence. And how long have you been? I've taken over this interview. No, go for it's it. So, my she's podcast. So sweet. She now. just flips it around. Go for it. How long have you been doing it? Where, when did you start? Oh shoot! All right. Um, like performing or music? Both. <laughs> I mean, I that Jam and Java show in June this past summer was my first venue. Um, but I've been playing. I played my first gig my senior year of high school. I played at a winery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I played a couple gigs here and there at, um, I played at like these weird like shop openings. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, so I would I would get contacted by, um, like there was this company called HubDot. <laughs> Plug in that for you guys. <laughs> um, really funny, actually, my ex-boyfriend's mom was part of that company and got me that gig at the winery. Mm. And then we broke up and she called me a year later still. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so she actually got me like three gigs because of that company. So I yeah. played like weird, like um, craft shops and craft stores. Yeah. And I played like a boutique. And um, yeah, so that was like my senior year of high school is when I started doing that. So almost two years now. Hmm. It's so interesting, like the the transition, because I feel like it's kind of rare Um to find a passion uh, at that age and then to realize how much you love it mm-hmm. and then to realize that there's actually a possibility of making it into somewhat of a career yeah. is like, I feel super rare and I've always felt grateful because I feel like I found that for myself, like around that age, 15, 16, 17. And 
obviously it's been like years of perfecting it and years of crafting it and and still doing that um and still sometimes wondering am i actually going to make this into a career or not you know what i mean yeah um, every but, day yeah see i sorry did i step no go for it um i think like a part of like making it as an artist is like i know personally i can't think of like if i can make it i have to think how because like wow it really is like talent is a part of it but it's like the perseverance and it's that almost kind of like crazy obsession mm-hmm. that like will get you there mm-hmm. like i just know like i think that i will be successful because from a young age I found what I liked and I like turned everything in my life in that direction. Mm. I was like, all right, we're going there. Yeah. And like, wow. Because you, I feel like in careers (coughs) like ours, you can't just fall into it. Like Mm -hmm. maybe, like maybe like some people if they're in the family, but like, I I feel like it's really something you have to like be purposeful about. You have to like, yeah, your intention straight. That actually brings up a question that I had for Merit though. Go for it. Do you feel like, making it do you feel like it more relies on um what inspires your content or do you feel like it relies more on the content itself because staying inspired is something that's really hard yeah Yeah. so like if it was that for you what is it that inspires you what inspires me um well just i'd say life Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like um my my view of art like at a very basic level, is isolating um, things in nature down to their essence hmm. and then like expanding on that. And um, and I think that's like prevalent in like art history. Like painters really inspire me, their lives and how like painting and visual art is connected with war and love and romance and just like everything in history. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, I feel like, you know everything in the world you know Mm. and like um like specifically for photography what really drives me is light and color like that's why um my one of my like artistic like role models Matisse Mm. because I feel like he doesn't do light as much as he does color but like I really like how he utilizes that and that's just kind of like what keeps me going and what like I kind of follow you know and what I'm like running at is just that i just really love it this is a question like uh on the like practical like level for me is do you do how much of that is post and how much of it is actual like during the shoot like how much do you um like do you visualize in in your head yeah in camera like that these are the colors i want Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna pull them out even more in post or do you do it in like during the shot so um a great question yeah that is because i'm Um, just like i don't know i just like i'm I'm interested to know i know that um i i like kind of put photographers in two categories people who take pictures and people who make pictures Hmm. and i don't think any is better (laughs) i i I don't think either is better than the others Mm -hmm. i just think it's a different way to get to like your final product right and i really romanticize making pictures i really like to get it right in the camera and like that's why i like film because when i shoot film i don't edit it as much in post Mm -hmm. um i purposely kind of avoid photoshop i use lightroom just so i can like focus on the in-camera composition and getting Mm -hmm. the light right and 
Yeah, it, I really, cool. I, I'm driven by taking pictures. Hmm. So kind of emphasizing what you've already done yeah. and like what the, the picture already is. Yeah, that's just my it. like personal philosophy. But like I really admire people who can like transform yeah. a, a photo from nothing to something like would be a good example like brandon woeful <laughs> is that the guy who lives in new york he does a lot of light stuff yeah yeah, yeah. He, he makes pictures very talented yeah though. so you're saying making is more like on the post side yeah of things. Post, making his post like afterwards taking is in so camera. you focus more on taking yeah okay yeah so you shoot you shoot on film all the time no i do like i would say 80 percent digital and then like I just got nervous that I wouldn't be twenty percent. I was like, "Oh no!" I was thinking oh, no. ten. I'm like, "No, ten. Like, <laughs> yeah, 10 like in Africa, like how Guatemala is ten oh percent. In Africa, it's ten percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a really big country. It's ten percent of Africa. Oh no! What were you talking about? Twenty percent would be. You, you oh, shoot yeah, about twenty yeah. percent of the time. You shoot on film. Yeah, because okay. um, film is now really expensive, right. and um, I don't develop it myself i know how to develop like black and white film but i would just have to really like um invest in yeah. it if i wanted to fully be a film photographer okay and i think there's value in film and digital i just um digital is just easiest for yeah for me right now as like a freelance yeah. 19 year old right yeah yeah that's so impressive in and of itself too yeah. Like 19. <laughs> so going back to... Like, I mean, you do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're 19 too. I, well, uh, yeah, but I just meant like for what you're saying, like you got your first gig at 15 and, and just totally in it. I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. It, it, it is cool to see like you guys, um, like you said, putting everything into it uh, and not dragging your feet, even though I'm sure maybe it, sometimes it feels like you kind of are because I think every artist deals with that. Um but for me, like, I think about time period of my life from, like, 15 to 19. I was like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do music or whatever. And But I was dragging my feet a lot. And it really wasn't until, like, I got to be 18, 19, 20 that I really started, like, ramping things up and being like, I need to do this. I need to put in the work. Mm. And so um, so just credit to you guys for, like, using the time that time of your life, that short time that you've had to put everything into it as much as you can because and i was just talking to like my wife kelly about this the other night we think that we see ourselves now and we're like oh my gosh i need to be i need to be here because i see my role models of whoever you know they may be yeah. they're they're there yeah but they're like 30 or something like that yeah. you know and we're yeah. like you guys aren't even 20 yet you yeah. know and i'm 24 and it's like Man, we have so much time. We're all babies. Yeah. We have a lot of time. <laughs> so much learning I to think, do, too. Yeah, a lot of learning, a lot of crafting to go. But it's cool to to see where we, like the three of us are. It's encouraging to me to see that I think we're a lot farther ahead than most people at our age are. That's true. Because mm -hmm. I have... Go sorry, ahead. did you go to college? No. Okay. See, I think that's a part of it because, like, my artist friends who went to college right out of high school, they kind of had to drop mm. the art that they, like, really specifically love to, like, focus on schoolwork. Mm. And I think that might be a factor in it, so you know? Sad. I know. Yeah. And, like, I mean, we can get into it. Did you go to college? No. We can get into that conversation because I'm pretty passionate about about my feelings on that. I went to like a nine month vocational school for theology and music, mm -hmm. but that was it. And I did a, a semester of Nova and I was like, 
nope nope yeah <laughs> yeah so um so like what are your like why didn't you or why aren't you deciding to maybe try out college um so i didn't go right out of high school because of money if mm-hmm. we're being being real <laughs> yeah um and also like with creative careers um you don't necessarily need it Preach. but yeah um and i i've actually decided to start applying to film schools cool but um she got into one. <laughs> oh yeah she's being <laughs> humble yeah that's awesome um, yeah uh what was, I, what was I saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're applying. You were applying. <laughs> yeah, for I'm film applying. And stuff. Um, but I chose specifically film school because um, I think a general degree for an artist. I don't know how necessary that is, just because like it can take away from your time that you put into mm. art. And like since I know specifically. Like, my end goal, I want to be a director and a cinematographer. Really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that, I didn't know that's that. what all this videography and photography yeah. is about. I'm building towards something, oh, wow. something bigger. Um, so cool. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> that's <laughs> um, awesome. But honestly, the, the biggest driving factor for me applying to the, these schools isn't what I might learn, which is obviously important, but um, to be in a better place, like, um, just, like, a, a film hub, because mm. we, we live in Northern Virginia, and it's great, and I love the community, but it's not, like, where movies are made, it's not, yeah, it, it doesn't have all the opportunities I want, and so, like, I'm kind of looking for an excuse to, like, go out and find that, mm-hmm. and find the opportunities. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, and I know Maggie and I have talked a lot about it, about like living here and and people I know have asked us like why don't you guys move to LA or Nashville or New York or something All like the time, that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I know for me like maybe maybe one day like that that would happen but I think I think for me I don't know what you would feel about it but I think for me I would I would need to know that I was breaking through the noise uh, like a little bit more to before moving to a place that's like LA or Nashville that's oversaturated I think with mm-hmm everybody wanting to to do the same thing and i think it's a little bit easier to break through the noise in a community like here because there's not as many people doing it and if you do it really well then i think people notice but if you do it really well in nashville everybody's doing it really well in nashville so you have to be doing it super well i do i'm sorry i feel like i came on stepping on you i do wonder um how looking back if like being on the east coast will have affected our art because it you wow. know like those places like la is so oversaturated mm-hmm. that um i think p- things must must get like pretty monotonous like hmm. yeah I-, I wonder like i feel like it, it might like yield something new creativity creativity <laughs> making up making up new words no i i agree with you crushing what it do you um, think max i i agree with both you guys like um whenever people ask me that i always just th- like i used to have like actually like a year ago i wrote in my notes on my phone i was like i'm gonna move to nashville i don't mm. know when but i'm gonna and what's funny is that dream is actually like faded away and died mm. like an old star um <laughs> exploded no that was dumb uh but but seriously well, now I'm sad <laughs> i know why'd you have to get on the star man I know, the star never did anything should wrong. we all cry it just is cute because stars are brightest before they die um oh wow <laughs> it's a thing it's a thing um 
If I had a womp womp, I would cue it up. Womp womp. 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 <laughs> uh, but going off of what you said, like, yeah. I don't know. I've always had this feeling. I've always just wanted to, like, work my butt off in my hometown. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, because that's where that's where your roots are. Yeah. That's where your family is. That's where your friends are. Um, and also, you know, if I was to move to L.A. or New York or Nashville or whatever, you're kind of you're a fish in a big pond everybody's doing Mm. the same thing and you're already asking yourself you know where you are already like what sets me apart what makes me different in my craft in my art and i feel like it would just be putting that on an even more intense level and Mm. some some might say that would be a good challenge and that'd be a good thing because it's like all right you really gotta hustle like you really have Mm -hmm. to set yourself apart but i don't know i've always had this you, you can do the same thing too with like um i'm sure nathan you've been asked this like why don't you try out for american idol why don't you do the voice yeah and um i don't know i just like as far as success goes i just hold on to this dream of like i really just want to work really really hard mm-hmm. where i am mm-hmm. yeah and i mean not everybody will agree with this but like god will do the rest <laughs> Because, right. like, he sees he sees the dream, and he put it there. So I'm like, nah, I trust he'll take care of it if it's meant right. to be. Yeah. Um, Not to get all, like, you know, spiritual or whatever, but, like, you know, I I'm, feel like I feel like it's, it's there for a reason the dream is. Yeah. So. Well, I was trying to look up a quote that I saw. I was wondering what you were from, doing. I'm like, is he even like No, no, I was listening to you. I was looking <laughs> I up. I was looking at memes. <laughs> I'm bored. Um, <laughs> I'm memes. Drake, uh drake uh won a grammy and he he had like a quote and i was saw it on instagram somewhere and i couldn't find where i saw it but he said something about um exactly what you said like if you if you have people listening to your music in your hometown you've already won oh and he like called he held up the grammy he's like you don't need this like you've Mm. already won and and i think it's what we we talk about a lot too and just like the support of of our friends and our family is so huge because it's priceless they really are like the core of our supporters right now mm-hmm. and maybe one day we will have like a bunch of people who support us but they will have always been like the first ones you know and so i i totally agree i think there's something special about just working your butt off and, and honing your craft yes because there's a lot less pressure to hone your craft in an area like this than there is in la or nashville or new york mm-hmm. because if you mess up out there you could be done like forever. Mm-hmm. But if you mess up here, then it's just like nobody really cares. Like, you know, yeah. it's just like a it's a great opportunity to to craft it, I think. I also think maybe not necessarily photography wise or film wise, but I think musically there is a lot of opportunity out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're so close to DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of my the biggest connections that have been given to me have been because of social media and then they end up being in this area. Yeah. Like, I always think, oh, man, like, fly out to L.A. and, like, record in some big studio. Like, the single I just did was in some guy's basement. That sounds so sketchy. But <laughs> it was in some it guy's was in basement. in his van. Yeah. I and got in was, his van yeah. and he took me to his basement. We recorded he just song. pulled up and, yeah. and got in and <sighs> help. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but, yeah. Anyways, tangent over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I, I think social media and Instagram... I feel like I have a much different experience of it than the average person who isn't making art. Yeah. Because um, 
like I view social media as a neutral entity. Um, I think it can be used for a lot of good and a lot of bad. But I know a lot of people, they feel pressure because of it. And um, because of they, especially with photography, they can feel um, like misdirected when they don't understand, like they, they don't feel like things are authentic. But like what I always say is like, there's no photo that's authentic. There's no way to get like just from the fact that um ca- the way cameras are like you can't <laughs> like it, it's always going to be manipulated in some way mm. just by virtue of it's like a specific person taking it like you it, there's always going to be some sort of manipulation like i personally don't like make people or like um i don't use photoshop to make people smaller or anything mm-hmm. but like with angles and light, I do make them look differently. And sometimes people see themselves in my photos and they go, that doesn't look like me. Hmm. And I go, that's how I think you look. Hmm. And like, it's just, and like- Accentuating <laughs> what's already there, Yeah, sort of. Yeah, and um, people can feel scared when they find out that like companies use color and line to like manipulate you, but all media is manipulation. You just kind of have to- you just, Whoa. <laughs> you just kind of have to learn about it yeah. and, like, recognize what you're seeing, you mm. know? Mm. That's interesting because we were talking about it last week about authenticity and stuff and and um, and wanting to just be genuine mm-hmm. on Instagram and, and social media, and it's really hard. But that's an interesting way to think about it. And, like, if you think about it, that, like, nothing that I post is, is going to be, like... Um, representative of real life yeah because it's a specific part of real life right because it's like nothing that you can do on social media is ever going to compare with a face-to-face conversation with a person yeah you know so it's like as much as you want to like uh release something and reach your your community or your supporters there's nothing like that's never gonna be able to compare to playing a show Mm -hmm. or or meeting them and thanking them in person so that's actually like a really interesting way to think about it because if you think about it that way mm-hmm. then you approach everything that you post with like hey you know what this isn't going to be like a hundred percent authentic like it would be if i were able to meet them and say this to them face to face but i can at least make it as authentic as i can try as much as i can i of don't course. know because mm-hmm. i think you're just trying to show them your point of view yeah and i think that that's i think that's what people like a lot is like is the authenticity and the personality and genuineness of people people can sniff out that easily Mm -hmm. they really can i mean i also just think of like high school in general Mm. just i don't know people being a certain way around a certain group and like luckily i was a no one in high school so i didn't have to worry about that but like (laughs) if observing observing people who who were you know popular or you know known or whatever it's like you know, we shouldn't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like social media can either make or break that in a person, that decision that they make, mm-hmm. you know, who they're displaying. Yeah. So Meredith, how do you, how do you balance being like on your Instagram? How do you balance the business side of things with it being also kind of like your personal account? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I just think it's so intertwined. You can't really separate it. 
Mm. Whenever I post, even on my personal account, I'm thinking of the time, who's going to see it. I'm thinking about um, the, uh, what's it called? The algorithm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's going to see it? How many likes is it going to get? Um, the, like, the authentic part of it is my art. I love what I do. I love what wow. I put out. I love that. <laughs> but, um, like I said, I'm extremely comfortable in thinking of the business side. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I, I, like, um, I think what would make it inauthentic if I wasn't, f- like, straightforward with it and I didn't, like, admit that, like, that it was that I wasn't clear with right. like business and with hmm. what I'm doing. Like I think if I'm transparent about it, there's nothing really wrong with that. I don't know. <laughs> That's I completely agree with that. That's yeah. Like I think totally. what I think what will set people free is isn't getting rid of social media and Instagram because it's here to stay. I think what will make people feel better about it is just understanding it, understanding art understanding the algorithm and where people are coming from and how everything works. Um, There's a lot of misconceptions about photography. People just don't know because they haven't experienced it. And I think it's important to educate people Hmm. about it. And like I try to do that whenever I work with people. I try to explain just the little things because it's funny everyone has the same misconceptions they always ask for the same things and like I've just kind of gotten good at explaining why and why I do what I do Hmm. you know that's really interesting do you guys feel like this is just a weird question because I know Meredith and I have talked about this like just working at Happy Creek together Mm -hmm. um like, do you guys ever feel like people don't understand that this is actually the job Oh yeah, you want to do? Oh my god, yes. Not just a hobby. The hardest part of my career so far isn't convincing people that my work is good. It's convincing people that I am a photographer. Wow. They do not believe me. And like, I, I think that sexism does play a role in that. But I also think it's just the general attitude towards art as a career. People yeah. don't take it seriously. Which is weird because in the information age that we're in, yeah. it's become like super popular. Like, this is the best time to be a photographer, to be an artist. You can do it yourself, you can control your image. It's like the mo it's the best time to do what we're doing. Hmm. I agree. That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just like remember that. I'm like people think that, you know, it's not actually like doable. Yeah. Right. Even though it's the most They're like, That's really accessible. Cute. Yeah. Yeah, I also have that hobby. You write songs? Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go back to, like, what you said at the very beginning. Um, Like, for you, you said, like, making it wasn't... um, When you think about making it, it wasn't how you're going to do it? Or it wasn't... it's not if I can make it, it's how. It's how, right. So how how do you define making it for yourself? Um, well, personally, it would just be reaching my end goal, which would be to be able to direct and do... First, I want to start out as a cinematographer, because, like, that's what I love. I love the camera work. But Mm -hmm. if, just personally, if I can get to that goal where I'm making movies and I've dug out um, a style... This is going to sound ambitious, but, like, I want to... 
I want to be a Tarantino. I want to be a Wes Anderson. I want to be a big director. Mm -hmm. Um, Where someone sees it and they're like, that's Meredith at church. Yeah, Yeah. I want a style. I want um, to have, like, a string of movies that, like, influence the world. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important just to have more female directors. The Mm -hmm. only, like, female director I can think of off the top of my head is, like, Sofia Coppola, like, that has a specific style that you can, like, also, Gia Coppola. Those are the Coppolas. Um, <laughs> in, um, are they sisters? They're cousins. That's so cool. Yeah. Catherine, like you. Yeah. Catherine Bigelow. Is that her name? Maybe. She won <laughs> she, she won Best Director for Hurt Locker. Okay. She yeah. was like the first female um, director, I think, to win an Academy mm-hmm. Award. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. But, but I, can't remember what, I can't remember if that's her name or not. Yeah. But... but um. I think maybe on a larger scale, what I will see as successful is if I, since there are no, still to this day, there's barely any female directors or people behind the scenes. There's no people of color writing Mm. or directing. If if you could make our media more equitable, um, I would see that as a success. Because right now, as the media we consume, like as it is, it's not representative of the world. It's representative of, yeah, like the <laughs> of like men, like people who have been, like have had historical advantages. Hmm. Like if I if I can, um, so just broadening, yeah, widening the demographic, yeah, of if, media in yeah. general, like pop culture, like who consumes it yeah. and what's being consumed, yeah. Is that kind of what you mean? Yeah. If I can just help expand who's behind the scenes and tell stories that haven't been told before, I would, that's what I would consider a success. Mm. So you basically yeah. just want to like change the world. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um, I, I think. No, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. <laughs> I think that's yeah. super cool. And I think like what you're saying about having like a specific style too, or a very recognizable style. That would be really cool, too, because mm-hmm. um, it would have a little bit, I think it would have a little bit more, like, poignant of an effect or, mm-hmm. it's a, way, a weird way of saying it, but, like, more of an effect because it is so recognizable and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, that's that yeah. style. And I, I think about, like, um, Jordan Peele and, like, oh my like gosh. Uh, he's got that new movie, Us, coming out this mm-hmm. year. And he's, he's got... He's so talented. Yeah, he's so, he's so talented. And he's got, like... Um, I think four lined up four like horror yeah. movies lined up but they're all about they're all like social uh um i don't know how commentary. you describe them it's yeah, fresh it's, it's social commentary yeah. it's stuff we've never films. seen he's before. a great example um of like having diversity in the highest levels trickles down yeah like I, i'm pretty sure he has like other women and like people of color on his staff mm-hmm. because yeah. of just like who he is di- by default Mm-hmm. you know yeah and just reaching more people and then having more people involved yeah. like i just think that's super cool yeah, yeah. if you awesome. have um diversity behind the scenes you're gonna have it in front of the camera just because mm-hmm. just by, by virtue of who you are yeah, exactly that's really true it makes me excited too right because exciting when because you see black panther when you save grade when you see these like new movies mm-hmm. it's new ground yeah, no, totally. And it, but it, I was going to say, like, it makes me excited for future content. Mm-hmm. You know, how is pop culture going to change 
because of this like almost awakening that's happened in the past two years of like oh my mm-hmm. gosh it's been like the same thing <laughs> yeah. for a while right. yeah. and so it kind of it's almost this new like surgence mm-hmm. of like pressure to not not pressure in a bad way but pressure to create yeah cool new stuff with new content and new people new like i just think it's it's like so cool to be part of yeah mm-hmm. and like that we have this opportunity to, to create such awesome art in mm-hmm. such a cool time mm-hmm. like i feel like people are going to look back on this time and like yeah there's like gross stuff happening obviously but like we can take the good things that are happening and use that to like excel yeah i think that's so cool yeah it's like the craziest time to be alive it's so weird craziest time to be an artist right now because of all the tools that we have at our hands like Mm. our phones you know people just it's crazy like they they never had that Mm -hmm. that stuff before it was impossible to yeah i think it's been very interesting for me because like um when we were born i still remember a time when like people didn't have iphones Mm -hmm. and so i feel like i grew with technology like every year i as like i grew up another more advances were made and so i kind of saw the world shift i agree with you (laughs) i think our generation's super weird because it's like our baby pictures or our baby times Mm -hmm. (laughs) were shot on like they're shot on like an old camera yeah but then all of a sudden i'm eight years old and the iphone is a Mm -hmm. thing and it's like i mean that's such a i'm such a little kid at eight years old an eight-year-old child that's a little kid Mm -hmm. and so it's such a weird split childhood yeah Mm -hmm. like i don't know i just feel like we have such an awkward (laughs) growing up are you guys gen z or are you millennials we're gen z we're i'm 99 right yeah 99 yeah so like we're right on the cusp like the end of millennial started gen z Mm -hmm. yeah yeah super weird Mm -hmm. i was 94 you're a millennial millennial. yeah Mm -hmm. but i still feel i still feel the same way like i think i was 12 when the iphone came out and so yeah like it's so interesting every year there was like a with the new iphone there was like a new mm-hmm. everything else like just advanced like so fast mm-hmm. the video ipod yeah <laughs> remember when the video ipod came out <laughs> sweet well thanks so much meredith for joining us today thank you for having me it's been it's been fun yeah had a good time thanks everybody for joining us thank you to king street coffee go check them out in leesburg uh and support local coffee scene and go check out meredith on instagram mm-hmm. um under meredith etrich yeah e-t-t-r-i-c-h there's an e on the end of meredith she didn't tell me this for like the first three months of our friendship i was so offended i'm sorry she's like you should have seen it yeah go check her out and just be on the lookout for her movies or something yeah youtube or vimeo or however you eventually release them go check out the music video let's make a movie together yeah I'm so down. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. And go check out the music video she made for Sly Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just Sly Boy on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think Sly Boy Band. Sly Boy Band. Yeah. it was. She made a really cool like vertical uh, music video for them. So it's dope. Go check that out and uh, support Meredith. But thanks for joining us on the podcast today. I'm Butler. I'm Maggie. And <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. I don't know. I laugh every time we do that. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next time. Have a great day.